Melanin and me, exploring the black woman's experiences in Britain. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Melanin and me. Please can we remind you to go and subscribe, review and also follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is melanin underscore and underscore me where we've got various different content out there. We've also got a Facebook page, Melanin and Me UK. Please do go and give us a follow. We would really, really appreciate it. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about coronavirus. 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 It's the Rona. But before we get there, can I please introduce my dynamic duo? Ash, welcome girl. I feel like I'm being interviewed. This is so exciting. I'm loving that the dynamic duo is sticking. I think this was, was this what was referenced on our BBC Radio Leicester interview? Yes, it was. Yeah. Plug, plug. I think that's going to stick, definitely. Um, So coronavirus, like, I mean, this has been a long time coming, the episode given that this has just been such a crazy 2020, right? Like, what have we been through? So much change, so much adaptation. If you were to sum up, like, the start of... What are the key things at the start of the pandemic for you that stick in your mind? Wow, 2020 has been a maza. I'm not even going to lie, an absolute maza. So I think the one thing that sticks with me is that whenever it started, I didn't have a job because obviously the plan was to get married and then move to money. So I'd handed in my resignation letter in December and then I was meant to finish at Easter. So February came, everything was lack off. So I was left without a job. So that was a testing time. I really did work on my patients then. Other things that I worked on, but I think that was a big major thing that I really focused on. And it gave me the opportunity to sort of like just strip everything back and just reflect and have loads of time to plan ahead, I guess. Although we didn't quite know what was going to happen or what was going on, there was... Mm. I had to take a lot of time to just like plan ahead in terms of obviously financially, obviously there was the move to money, the wedding, everything was sort of like put up in the air. So it was an interesting time to say the least. Yeah, I know it was really hard for you as well because obviously we were in completely different positions, weren't we? I mean, Mm -hmm. you were in the situation with your job. I just got a promotion literally just before lockdown. So I was kind of moving into a new role and, you know, taking on that challenge and working from home. And it's, you know, it it just goes to show the difference in how it can have a knock-on effect based on your current situation, what your plans were before the pandemic hit. And then as a result, what that has on effect with your financial situation, your home living situation, you know, having to now have your office in the home environment, which Mm. I can tell you is not the, (laughs) not the most um, fun situation. I think, you know, before coronavirus happened, you know, it was almost like that whole working from home thing was maybe like a luxury. So people would see it as almost like, oh, you know, working from home is this great thing. And I can honestly say that the honeymoon phase has worn 
off <laughs> after the first week <laughs> honestly like you kind of you feel as though okay well you don't have that hustle and bustle of driving to work you don't have to think about that commute and getting yourself ready you don't have to put makeup on I'm not gonna lie that's been a blessing fantastic not having to worry about no makeup but um and I do think I saw a really good quote actually of like you know how I love my quotes gotta get them in there uh, <laughs> is like the most underused item during lockdown is bras yes and I was Freak. like yes <laughs> We love to see how it. amazing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I feel for me as well, it was a time where I could spiritually grow as well, like a lot of praying, a lot of fasting as well, because obviously you're not going anywhere and you're just in the house. So in Islam, there's this thing called sunnah, which essentially means it's something that you do as an addition so religiously it's not a requirement that you do it but it's good if you do do it so on a monday and a thursday you can fast and it's basically from sun is it sunset until sunrise no from sunrise until sunset and basically you refrain from food and drinking and any sort of like gossiping and it's a really good time to sort of like work on your spirituality so i feel like i did a lot of that during lockdown where i was getting closer to my good lord upstairs yeah that's so nice and i think obviously a lot of people have definitely found new hobbies and found time to do things that they might not have done in a normal situation and obviously a lot of people were put on furlough um sadly mm. a lot of people lost their jobs as a result of the pandemic um you know but they've found new ways to kind of spend their time or you know the i think one of the best things i can definitely say through observation is people spending more time with their families you know like mm. there's people that have almost got their household of their family unit back together you know which would yeah. never happen in a normal situation like think of all the people that were baking at the start um you know yeah. like doing all these things i think i even bought like a canvas like you know i can't i can't draw i can't paint <laughs> i bought like this canvas drawing it was my friend she inspired me it's like a paint not paint by numbers but something like that and i was like yeah, yeah. i'm gonna be creative i'm gonna you know i think i spent like half a day on this painting and i thought oh yeah by the end of the day i'm gonna be like you know I'm going to be like halfway through or something. I swear to God, yeah. it looked like I'd literally painted like some tiny, tiny dots. It looked like I'd barely even touched it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, you just it just means you can kind of like try things that you just wouldn't have necessarily done in a normal scenario. Yeah, definitely. I mean, one, one other, another thing that I picked up during the pandemic, especially at the beginning when the first lockdown happened was I was going out cycling oh. and if you'd have told me that beforehand like cycling I'd be like what are you mad but yeah like me and my friend we were socially distancing obviously um going out on cycles and we were doing what 10 15k a day no maybe not 15 like five between five and ten <laughs> We'd go around like the, this really nice canal near where we live and we'd literally just get lost out there. And then it was a really nice time to just actually observe and just get to know Nottingham a bit more, which I'd never, I, I, went, I went to areas that I'd never go into if I, it wasn't for the pandemic, as you said. I'm starting to explore mindfulness a little bit more. I've, I've always done 
small bits of it. I kind of dip my toe in the water a little bit. You know, I wouldn't say that I'm massively spiritual, but I do believe in energy and being able to kind of connect with how you feel. And that whole idea of trying to avoid thinking or being in the past, the future, and actually just being in the present Mm. and just being. And I think that it's something that's so important for for us to be able to just be at peace with who we are, what we're doing, what we're feeling, what we're saying at that moment in time and just sitting with it and just allowing ourselves to Mm. take the pressure off, not thinking. I mean, again, you know me, I like my lists. I like having my plans and things like that. Um, But sometimes it's tiring, (laughs) you know, just having those long lists of things to do and actually sometimes you need to you know like this week I've taken the week off work and you know I've not had anything necessarily scheduled in I've had things obviously that I was like okay I want to try and get this done or I want to do this but you know I just took myself to the beach on Monday I literally just drove to the beach on Monday just because I was like I'm just going to be near the water I'm going to go on my own I'm going to take myself on a little self-care date day and it was one of the best things honestly I could say I've done genuinely nice that's so good to hear we spoke about work slightly how's work been like has there been a lot of like what do you zoom or teams what is it that you've been doing with regards to like communicating with your colleagues and your staff essentially because you is a boss (laughs) yes oh my gosh i am so sick of teams and zoom (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I'll, I'll I'll give it credit where credit's due like technology has stepped up if it wasn't for technology we wouldn't be able to do the things that we're doing now yeah 100% that being said I will just give a shout out to the documentary that I watched today on Netflix if you haven't seen it what is it called the social dilemma the social dilemma yeah honestly that thing has scared me to death but that's more about social <laughs> about social media like can i tell the people about what you said about what you bought go ahead (laughs) (laughs) that actually cracked me up so ash because she's watched this program she's felt scared that people are watching her so she's bought a burner phone (laughs) (laughs) i just find that hilarious but sis you gotta do what you gotta do Do you just never know do you do you know what the funniest part of it was is when I was like, right, I'm going to get this phone, I'm going to get this phone, I actually typed into Google, buy burner phone, and I was, <laughs> I was like, if somebody were to look at my history, this would not look good. And then I was like, no, let me get some brick phone. Anyway, anyway. Because it got snakes on it. It's got snake. I'm so ready for snake. Like, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's something nice. that snake can give you that Instagram could never, ever do, like... They could never ever try. You gotta do what you gotta do, sis. I'm excited for your burner. Thanks, thanks. I'll let you know. You'll get you'll get jealous. You'll be wanting to swap cases and all that thing, you know. Getting their groovy chick cases. But now the the technology has been it's been a blessing because, you know, it means we can connect, it means we can still do I mean, my work is evolved around projects and programs so you can still deliver you can still work with partners remotely which is great but I mean after the first couple of weeks I was finding that I was just getting to the end of the day and I was so tired I was so drained Mm. and I was like what is wrong with me like I've literally got up out of bed I've got showered and got ready but I've not had to go anywhere Mm. you know everything is in the same household and 
I'm just feeling like I'm I'm absolutely knackered. Yeah. And and then I read this research article and it talks about Zoom fatigue and it was really interesting because it explained that our bodies are not used to they're not programmed to deal with so much virtual communication because yeah. You know, when you're sitting face to face with somebody, you can pick up on their body cues, you can pick up on body language, but you can't do that over a screen so well. So your your mind is having to almost overcompensate for that to then have to try and pick up on those things. And Mm. the other point is that you're seeing yourself. So you're not used to seeing yourself in a face to face conversation. So let's be honest, how many times when we're on a video call are we like actually looking at the other person because... Lord knows I'm sitting there thinking, oh, you know, how's my skin looking? What's my hair saying? What's my background saying? Is there something, you know, I need a plant? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need a plant. I need a bookcase, you know, like, but you do, you, you focus on yourself a lot of the time because you're mm. not used to seeing yourself and that just tires the brain out. Definitely. I mean, one of the most surreal experiences that I've had over Zoom during lockdown was me going for an, for an interview on Zoom. So mm. I literally had like the head of department, the head teacher and another um, senior leadership um, individual on there. And it was literally like four people grilling you, but it's such a different concept to the real that it was so surreal. And I was like, how is this a thing? I'm on an interview usually with an interview, like you'd go in, you'd get a tour of a school, you like get to see the students you get to see the school a bit for what it is but I never got the opportunity to do that and that was quite nerve-wracking because you just never know what the background or what the um the atmosphere is like but then that is reflected through the members of staff that you're talking to on the screen so that was really interesting and surreal (laughs) yeah I bet and likewise I mean I conducted interviews over um because you were the boss. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> Stop gassing me. Stop, you know, my head's going to get big. So it, it was weird because, you know, we were, when we're working about how we're going to coordinate it, we were like initially, okay, let's do face to face, but let's do it in a way that, you know, works. It's safe. It's going to you know, keep people at ease and it's going to account for social distancing because this was fairly early on. But actually, for me, I was like, naturally, we're going to put people at a disadvantage because there's some people that are going to feel then obliged mm-hmm. to to do the face-to-face, um, even though we were still giving people a virtual option. Um, and that just wouldn't necessarily people put people on a level playing field because you can, you know, you can build a connection with somebody face to face that you can't necessarily do yeah. as well virtually. So we decided then to move all of them to to over the screen. But, you know, you're always worried about some connection issues and how many times have people started talking and they're on mute. Definitely. I can't even that that must just be like I'm that needs to be a T-shirt <laughs> or something like you're on you're on mute, Tara or something. That needs to be a Christmas shirt. You're talking away and you're proper into the conversation, and then only to be told that you're on mute. So you need to repeat your last <laughs> your last thirty second of conversation. I'm sure it's really frustrating as well at the same time for the people as well, having to repeat themselves over and over again. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, so, I mean, you know, we went through that whole phase of people going crazy about buying Toilet <laughs> World. That happened. I can't believe that, that happened. A life humans are actually I know, it feels disgusting. like a lifetime. We are actually <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> like the panic buying of Toilet Roll. Like, what? And the thing is, is we've both been to Africa and lived in Africa for like you know, whether that be a short or a longer period of time. And we know that you just make do, guys. Like, you will find a way. Like, how people are then trying to, you know, stock up on... I was just about to say Durex. That is definitely not a toilet roll, brand. (laughs) (laughs) What's the toilet roll? Um, Toilet brand. Deluxe. I use Andrex. Andrex, Andrex. That's the one, Andrex. Yeah, like, you know, yes. And people just stocking up like, oh, my goodness. It feels like a lifetime ago now, though. But, you know, remember, there was like a shortage of like flour because people were doing that much baking. There was a shortage of like pasta because people were panic buying. Stocking up on cars. It's actually mad. And same with hand sanitizer. You couldn't get hand sanitizer for love nor money. Oh, my God. Imagine. Can you imagine? Can you remember how much hand sanitizer was at? Like five pounds for like half a litre. No, like 20, 250 mils bottle for five pounds. Yeah, there were some businessmen rubbing their hands together like, guys, we're going to make some coin out of this. And they were, they were <laughs> smart, you know, they were so smart. Like, and we were walking around with those blue, like, um hospitalized sort of face masks and now everyone's got to that stage where it's like okay who's got the funkiest or coolest face mask you know how can i zhuzh it up a little bit to kind of you know make myself look a little bit stylish whilst i'm out here being safe and stuff we love to see it and then we moved through and then we got to about august Mm. eat out to help out happened I know you took advantage of that because you love your food. I did, sis. I did. I did a few trips at um, Waggers. I did a few trips at Jimmy's. Of course. Shout out Jimmy's Prawns. It was lovely. Shout out Jimmy's <laughs> Prawns. Please get me a black card. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. Oh, actually, having said that, they've just opened one in Manchester. Yeah, I'm that really Manchester near, yeah, near town. So I will be definitely going to that soon. <laughs> Yeah, and it was almost like, it was weird because it was like a contradiction because, you know, it was like the government kind of felt as though they wanted people to stay safe and, you know, not really go out. But then they put the eat out to help out scheme in place. And so that obviously encouraged people to then go out and socialise and, you know, kind of almost feel a little bit more normal again. Mm. And you know, for me as a kind of health fitness professional, it was really hard because, you know, pubs and restaurants were opening before leisure centres did. And for me, I was like, this is, this is the complete wrong messaging. This just goes to show that, you know, we're so focused on the economy that we're losing sight Mm. of health. And actually, you know, we want to take the pressure off the NHS because, you know, they do such a fantastic job. And, you know, my mum, she's, uh, uh, head of fundraising um, at one of the hospitals in Suffolk and you know I've seen how tirelessly she's been working throughout this whole process and you know mm. and she's not even you know there kind of as a nurse as a doctor but she's been having to do so much response work and we're yeah. saying look we need to take that pressure off 
but yet we're not willing to open gyms to support people's physical and mental health. Which is so silly and daft, but it is, not to get political now, but it's what our government has basically shown us in terms of caring more for the economic and caring more about the country's economical sort of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, help um, me out. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't help you with this one status status rather than caring for the people in that country i mean my mum's a nurse and she's been working tirelessly as well during this corona um period how did the pandemic have an effect on you in regards to your relationships with friends family your husband like you know what what kind of did it did it throw up for you um it was definitely a time where so initially, whenever COVID happened, I was doing a lot of FaceTiming, a lot of messages, a lot of calling to make sure people were okay. And then I reached a stage where I was like, you know what, who's checking in on me? From a selfish mm. perspective, I needed to look after my own sort of like mind and keeping myself sane. So I reached a point where I was literally mm. like on my phone for about two, three hours a day I think I went through that for about a week or two where I was like, you know what? I just need to switch off. I can't be on my phone 24 Mm. seven checking in on people because I need to look after myself as well. And nobody was sort of like reciprocating that other than those close people, those people who were close to me. So family, really close friends, obviously my husband as well. But yeah, it was, it's been a difficult time and it's been a a learning curve because I've definitely learned who my close people are and who are the people that I need to give my energy to because at the end of the day, that is reciprocal. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's so important. Like what you said there, I completely resonate with that because, you know, I'm gonna give another quote just they're just coming yes, to me today get those quotes too. <laughs> um, but I always remember this one on givers need to set boundaries because takers don't yes and you know when you're that kind of person that genuinely cares about others their well-being want to check in with them it's it's hard to put that on hold and put that on pause but actually when you do take a step back you do then realize the people that are so used to you reaching out that they actually it's not a mutual take advantage to a certain degree yeah yeah 100 percent. and you know it's you need to protect yourself at the end of the day and one thing Mm. that I consistently said to my friends was um, I really don't like this whole apologetic like nature this apologetic kind of culture that if you don't get back to somebody when they message you straight away that Mm -hmm. you need to apologize and I will always say this to my friends that you know, you don't need to apologise because I know that, one, I I don't expect you to be readily available on the other end of your phone Mm. 24-7 because that's not healthy. But also, Mm. you know, like, if you've got stuff going on, it can wait, you know? Like, Mm. unless there's something massively urgent, you know, then it, it can wait. And I think it's important that people kind of respect other people's boundaries and the ways in which people have dealt with it because it's all individual you know there's some people that connections are more important important now more than ever because you know they've been going through this thing on their own you know we've been lucky enough Mm -hmm. because 
we are in our households with our partners um Mm. but there are some people that have been completely isolated so you know a hundred percent they they need that kind of sense of connection or there might be some people that don't and are just you know being and and are happy with that you know yeah i think before corona i was definitely one of those people who'd be like i messaged you two hours ago why have you not messaged me back sort of person Mm. But again, I've done a lot of growing over this COVID period and I'm at a stage today, if I message you and you don't message me back, like within two, three days, obviously I'd be like, what the hell's going on? It's been two days. Are you okay? Sort of thing. And it wouldn't be from a place where I'm like, I've just messaged you two days. I can't believe you've not messaged me back. Mm. So I've been able to work out that difference and I've been able to learn how to give people space. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm, I'm priding myself on that because before Corona, I definitely was not in that mindset. So I guess it's the growth from my end that I've, I've, I've done some growing up. Give yourself a clap, girl. Give yourself a round of applause. Yes. We love that. Growth. Is me. We love growth. We love to see it. So what you know, like you've said that as one thing is. Is there anything else you feel like you've learned through the whole period that has helped you? I think I definitely got to learn who my real friends are and who I'm not throwing shade here. By the way. <laughs> It sounds like I'm throwing shade, but I'm not. But I've just learned who my close people are, basically, and who are those people that I can rely on um, in terms of if I was ever in trouble, who is that person who's readily available, for example, or who is that person that I need to go for X, Y, and Z. So it's just knowing and ensuring that you've got those different people. I've got a wide range of friends, like my friend circle if I was to line them up you just wouldn't think that these people you would put that you put me together with them like one of my good friends Brian he's like a 73 year old man and he's like such a wise owl and when I speak to him he's always like got that experience behind him so whatever we speak about he's always got that experience to like set everything in perspective for me Whereas I've got younger friends who are consistently or constantly like, we need to live in the moment sort of thing. Do you Mm. know what I mean? Can I just say that is like literally the cutest thing. I'm imagining Brian is the guy from Up, the Disney film. You know, the guy. Ah! I'm just (laughs) imagining you like being that. What's the little boy's name? I can't remember. When he's knocking on the door, like, Mr. Fredrickson. Like, I can just imagine. that. That's what came to my head. But no, like, in all honesty, I think it's important that, you know, you have your tribe is not just mm. the same, the same kind of people. And I think, you know, yeah. like one thing I've definitely learned is that you have friends for different reasons, for different purposes, mm-hmm. like, and I think once you establish that, you you manage your expectations a lot better. A hundred percent. I think that's what it is. You've hit the nail on the head there. It's the managing expectations. Mm, mm. Definitely, for sure. Because there's like, you know, for me, I've realised there are some people that are going to be like my cheerleaders. There are some people that are wholeheartedly mm-hmm. supportive of, you know, everything that I'm doing. And yeah. there's some that are that person that you would definitely go to, you know, have that serious in-depth conversation with. You've got other friends who are like the ones that are going to be, you're really lighthearted, fun, 
you know, friend that Mm -hmm. you can just relax with. Sometimes you have friends, they're very rare, but that encompass all of those things. Yeah. Um, But Like me. Well, of course. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) and we can talk about prawns till the cows come home. So what better? Yes. You know, you don't want anything else better out of a friendship, really, do you? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely true. And for me as well, it's been realising that importance of Mm. self-care. I think you mentioned it earlier. I was using Headspace quite a bit as well during that lockdown period. Um, I don't know if you know what Headspace is, but for those that don't, it's an app. It's really, really good. If you're a teacher, actually, you can get it for free, I think. Yeah. I got it for free because I'm a teacher. So um, it bas- it's basically like a meditation slash... How would you describe it, Ash, actually? It is definitely meditation, but it's a mindfulness app. So yeah. there's two, actually. There's Headspace and there's one called Calm as well. Um, mm. And I know different things work for different people. And Headspace, you can get it for free. You can download it for free, but you can only unlock certain things to listen to without paying unless you're a teacher unless you're a teacher of course um but yeah 100 it's 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 definitely helped me and it's it's got a lot of different categories so you know if you're looking at if you're going for an interview it's got some pre-interview meditations um and stress relief yeah just just anything that's relevant to what you're going through for me i personally use it a lot for the sleep casts so um Oh yeah, those stories. Oh my God, they're so funny. <laughs> they're so cute. Like my favorite is yeah. where there's like, you're listening to the rain and you can listen like you're in, you're in a like log cabin and they can hear the fire crackling and there's some little, oh. there's someone that sounds like his name should be Brian and he's just chilling, chatting to you. <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, I put one of them on and I'm like one minute and I'm gone. I'm out like a light. And yeah. you know, for me, coronavirus definitely affected my sleep like I was really Mm. really struggling to sleep at the start like I was having such vivid dreams and things like that they they massively helped yeah I think it's really important for us to give a props to those people that have stuck by us during this hard time because as you've said we've had days where people were like we're struggling to sleep or we are unable to sort of like control our emotions because you're you can't go out you can't meet your friends but at the same time you've got to stay sane and you've got people around you that are constantly checking in and whatnot so definitely I really appreciate you all you know who you are (laughs) (laughs) so like for people listening in Ray what would you say are like two key things you would give to somebody as advice to help them through the current situation to make them have a more positive Mm. experience I think it's definitely important to take some time out to um, make sure you're self-caring for yourself so finding out what works for you in terms of self-care whether that's you sleeping until 12 p.m or that's you um, having a workout in the middle of the day to just break down your day it's really important to find what works for you in terms of self-care because that's key and then secondly please 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 ensure that you are eating healthy and also you're exercising as well because we've spoken about this before those are just as important as 
going for a shower for example isn't it those are my two little gems what about you ash what would be two pieces of advice that you would give to people going through it at this pandemic times yeah i think my first one would be don't be afraid to say no um Mm. that's probably my biggest lesson learned during this whole process is i'm one of these people that i i I very rarely say no and Mm. that can lead you into moments of real overwhelm and and anxiety and you know just whether that be you know we've had all these zoom quizzes and things and all these different things arranged because we're so conscious that we're not connecting in our usual formats that we feel this Mm -hmm. need to then to do and um to put things in place so yeah I would just say don't be afraid to say no like genuinely just put yourself you know into situations that you feel comfortable with and that are genuinely going to give you something um and it's going to be a positive positive experience for you Mm -hmm. and the second is just to keep a routine so you kind of just mentioned it there you know shower so getting yourself up at a regular time you know where possible Mm -hmm. and then showering getting yourself dressed even though you don't have you have the luxury of not having to wear a bra wear a makeup do your hair but you know just putting some clothes on that make you feel ready for the day can massively affect your Mm -hmm. mindset and you know if you do then have the odd day that you then want to like put some makeup on and feel a little bit you know like okay I'm feeling myself a little bit or you know even just putting some nice earrings on um you know or something that just makes you feel a little bit fresh a little bit more you know sort of like colorful and you know continuing to have that routine and structure throughout your day three meals a day like you said eating healthy and staying hydrated because you know that massively affects your attention span it massively affects just your ability to function throughout the day so yeah just keeping to that structure and routine definitely 100 percent, guys well is there any other pieces of gems any quotes ash that you want to hit us with Look, i think i've given enough quotes for today i don't want to i don't want to over i don't want to you know give too many <laughs> because we've got a lot more episodes coming so i've got to you know keep them keep them locked in you know so what's that saying keep them keen treat them mean keep them keen treat them mean. <laughs> Is that what you're doing? I mean, ladies, I'm not trying to treat you mean or anything, but, you know, <laughs> you can you can find some more in future episodes. Speaking of which, we will have some more content coming to you very soon. Um, as Ray said, subscribe, give us a review, follow us on Insta, follow us on Facebook, whatever platforms you're using. If there's somebody else that you feel will benefit from listening in, please do share with them. And if you have any feedback, we always welcome it. So if there's a particular topic that you want to hear from us, then just drop us a message. We're really open to any sort of, um, you know, suggestions and things like that. But in the meantime, ladies, stay blessed, wear that crown with pride and keep shining.